Welcome back, everyone, to Sports Talk with Sebastian. I know it's been a while, um, but I'm going to be making a lot of content um, in the coming weeks and days. There's a lot of stuff happening. Um, so it should be really fun. NFL season's going into playoffs. Week 17, that's going to be fun. And obviously the college football bowl season's going to happen. Conference championship just uh, just happened. Um, we're back on the Sunday morning of reaction, which is actually a Sunday night of reaction <laughs> because I wanted to wait until after the um, the new rankings came in um, about, like, who's going to be in the playoff and, you know, where everyone's ranked and stuff. Um, I certainly have differing opinions to some other people on who deserved that, that elusive number four spot, but uh, let's just get right into it. So, yeah, so the top six honestly ended up exactly as I predicted. Um, it was number one, Alabama, number two, Clemson, number three, Ohio State, number four, Notre Dame, and then number five was A&M, and number six, Oklahoma, um, who leapfrogged a bunch of teams, including Cincinnati and Iowa State, who they beat um, on Saturday. So, honestly, like, overall, it wasn't, like, too surprising for me, but a lot of people thought that A&M should have been in, especially, you know, I'm from Texas, so a bunch of people I know, you know, really, um, really wanted, uh, you know, A&M to be in just because they thought A&M deserved it more. Um, they have similar resumes, and overall, I don't think either decision is stupid. I think I could, if A&M got in, I would say, all right, well, they obviously thought different, but if Notre Dame got in, and I have my own opinion, there's a reason I think Notre Dame should be in. Um, you know, I don't think that there was one clear-cut, uh, right, um, you know, answer for the, for the playoffs, um, but every year, almost every year, not every year, but almost every year, there's gonna be, um, debate, and honestly, before I get into the reasons why I think, uh, Notre Dame should be number four, I just want to say, there should not be a four-team playoff. I feel like almost every year, we have a debate, and there's two or more teams that totally deserve to be in the playoffs that don't get in. I mean, look at Oklahoma. Like, they had two super fluky close losses at the beginning of the season, and they've absolutely gone on a tear and are Big 12 champions and, like, won, like, seven straight. But, nope, they had two losses at the very start of the year, so they're out. And, you know, I mean, look, and listen, I just come from someone who does not like Oklahoma. And then look at, you know, A&M, who, you know, they lost to the number one team in the country, and then they, they win a bunch straight, and they're out. And so... You know, I think A&M is a playoff team, and I think Oklahoma is a playoff team. I also think Notre Dame is a playoff team. And it's, even Cincinnati. You know, Cincinnati has been a little bit underwhelming the past few weeks, but I still feel like they are um, deserve, well-deserving of being in the playoffs. Um, so, yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't think it's that um, debatable, um, on, like, I think a lot of people agree with me that there should be at least an 18 playoff, um, and just try it out, you know, I mean, people used to scoff at the idea of having more than two teams and not having the BCS, and, you know, look where we are now, um, so, and, you know, every year, and then also in, you know, introducing, the, give the group of five a chance, you know, the American Athletic Conference is not a bad conference, it's better than the Pac-12, why should a Pac-12 undefeated champion get in, over, you know, the um, AAC champion. I, I don't get that. So it it should it should be, you know, an expanded playoff so that there's less... De- I mean, there's always going to be debate because if you do an 18 playoff, there's going to be number nine who's like, why don't we get in? 
But I think it will be more clear. I think then you'll have more teams with like three and four losses once you get into that territory. There's still going to be debate, but I think we'll get the teams that deserve it. You know, there's going to be other teams that have been like, oh, well, you know, I, we still deserve a shot. But I think the teams that actually really, like, could win the national championship are in the top eight. Um, and I think once you get to nine and, you know, further than that, then it gets a little bit muddled up and maybe you don't have some team. Maybe you have some teams that played well, but not any teams that are going to win the national championship. And at the end of the day, that's what you want. Um, I honestly don't even think, um, you know, some teams that are in the top eight could win it, but at least you give them a shot and it allows other conferences. But I just wanted to get that out of the way because I think all these teams are deserving of being in the playoffs. But we got to work with what system we have now, and it's a top-four system. Um, and I thought that the CFP made the correct decisions um, today on who they let in the playoff. So basically, the number four spot was between A&M and uh, Notre Dame. Some people were saying, you know, Cincinnati. But with their weak finish to the season um, and their kind of low performance in the conference championship they really didn't have um a real shot at it some people were also saying Oklahoma but why would you put in a two-loss team over a one-loss team um and what it came down to I mean Notre Dame's biggest weakness was that they lost the last game of the season which yes it is bad and recency does matter however you can't be a prisoner of the moment and the beginning of the season and throughout the season September October and November also matter a lot too so you can't just take the last game of the season and if if recency was all that mattered then Oklahoma would be in the playoffs right now they would be number one because the only reason Oklahoma is number six and not number one is because they lost two games yes those two games were in September but they still lost two games one to K-State and one to Iowa State and since they lost those two games they're out and that's fair that's fair. I don't think anyone listening would say Oklahoma should be in the playoffs. They lost two games. Why would you put in a two-loss team over a one-loss team? You can't do that, obviously. So, you know, and yeah, they, they stormed back and won. But, and won a bunch of games. But still, you have to focus on what you do throughout the season. Uh, the other thing that made no sense is that how is it fair for Notre Dame to play Clemson two times, two times, while A&M plays uh, two good teams? So, uh, you know, Notre Dame plays the entire ACC schedule, including uh, one of the top-ranked teams, North Carolina, um, Clemson two times, uh, Miami, who's a top-10 team, you know, all those teams. And, you know, what, they lose one of the two games against Clemson, who, by the way, is arguably, arguably the best team in college football, and all of a sudden they're, they're, they're out? Like, are you kidding me? They, they lost one of the two games against Clemson. And um and so, you know, A&M has played a tough schedule as well, but not nearly as tough. They kind of got the easy side of the SEC, to be honest. Um, their two tough games were Florida and, and um, excuse me, Florida and Alabama, um, which, yes, those two games are tough, and they won one of them. And I think if they kept it close against uh, Alabama, you know, maybe we could have seen A&M in, and I might support it. Honestly, if they did keep it close, that's fine. But they got blown out by 28 points. They lost 52 to 24. I mean, that's really bad. So how can you expect to put in, you know, a team that lost by uh, by 28 po- four touchdowns, 28 points to, uh, okay, if, are you, I mean, because this is the thing, is that if you put in A&M, you are effectively saying 
um, in the that because because the number four is going to play Alabama since Alabama's number one, and if you put in A and M at number four, you're effectively saying, yeah, you know that team that lost to Alabama by twenty eight. Yeah, we're gonna put them against Alabama again, but this time they're not gonna lose by twenty eight. Like, how are you gonna say, oh, what was at the beginning of the season? Well, okay, but it's not like A and M has like done amazing since then. The Florida game was like the next game after that uh, Alabama game. It was also very early in the season. I, mean, I believe it was in September, early October. So how can you, you know, say like, oh, it was just early in the season? Well, their great win was early in the season, and they haven't looked great since. What they barely beat LSU and Tennessee. Like, while Notre Dame was playing Clemson in the ACC championship game, the Aggies were playing Tennessee? Like, what? How was that a fair comparison? And, you know, and then you say, okay, well, they lost to Clemson, which is fine, but they also beat Clemson a few weeks ago. And if you want to say they didn't have their quarterback, yeah, they didn't. But at the same time, DJ Ungalale is still a great quarterback, and he's going to be their starter next year, and he's... Um, you know, he's a five-star, he's already going to be one of the best prospects, or one of the best recruits coming out of his class. Um, he's like, he's not like this nobody. I've heard people compare it to, like, the NFL, like, oh, if, if Patrick Mahomes went out. I'm like, Patrick Mahomes went out, they would have, like, some random dude from the practice squad. That's completely different than a five-star guy who's about, who's being groomed to be the starter. And it's not even like he threw, like, five interceptions and it was, like, the reason they lost. No, he played great against every team he played. He played really great because he's a great quarterback. He was amazing in high school. He was the best quarterback in high school the year he played, the year he got recruited. And he's, you know, a great quarterback in college. It's not like he's, like, some random nobody that no one's ever heard of. Like, that's why, I mean, yeah, they didn't have the quarterback, but they also had Clemson's best uh, strength is their defense, and their run game, and their O-line, and their receiving core, and everything. It's not just a quarterback's game. And so, you know, they Notre Dame shut down Travis Etienne. You, you can say what you want, but against, and when the game that they won, um, back in uh, November 7th, when they played them and beat them, they shut down Travis Etienne. He had about 26 yards. He's, he's arguably the best, ru- uh, not Najee Harris's, but one of the best running backs in college football. And they just completely shut him down. So to say that Notre Dame is just like, oh, yeah, it was one win against a backup court. I mean, it's not really true. And Uncle LA wasn't even, that wasn't even his first game. He played a game before that and played well. So that one loss, yeah, it was by 24. I watched it. It really was a lot closer than the score says. And the committee watched it, too. And I think that they could see that. Um, Now, yes, they did lose. And it wasn't a good loss, you know, obviously. But you play Clemson twice. You play uh, North Carolina, who is at one point one of the top-ranked teams and right now has a solid ranking. Um, and you play Miami, who was basically top 10 almost the entire season, um, and win all those games, and then you lose your second game to Clemson and you get out of the playoffs? Like, how is it fair to Notre Dame? That's so stupid. So, you know, A&M has played a much weaker schedule um, overall. And, you know, they've had, they, 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 I think A&M has just been carried by some, they won one game early in the season. I mean, they, they've not played well recently. They kept it super close with Tennessee. They, they beat Vanderbilt, one of the worst teams in Power 5, I mean, probably the worst team in the Power 5. Um, 
and Vanderbilt by five. They beat Vanderbilt by five points. Like, the worst team, all right? Um, and, you know, like, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying A&M's bad, and they had one good win, which, by the way, that Florida win looks a lot not as good because now Florida has three losses. So I'm just saying you can say, oh, they beat Florida, which is such a great win. Texas A&M had one quality win. One. And that quality win is kind of diminished after Florida just lost two straight games, including a loss to LSU. Notre Dame has beat uh, Miami. They've beat, um, well, they went undefeated against their entire ACC schedule. They beat Clemson. They beat uh, uh, North Carolina. And, you know, I don't understand why this, I don't even think it's that hard of a decision. I respect you if you chose, a, if you think A&M deserved it. But in my opinion, I think it has to be Notre Dame. They had a stronger strength of schedule, stronger uh, strength of record. Uh, they've had more points per game. Um, overall, they're just the better team. And it's it's fine. And it's fine for A&M. A&M's still going to, you know, play in the Peach Bowl. And they're still going to, you know, have a good season. But you lose to 28 and you expect the playoff to match you up against that team? Like, seriously? Um, so, overall, you know, I, you you got to put Notre Dame in that situation. I think the playoff, uh, the CFP made the right decision. I know a lot of people are just going to tune me out here and just say, oh, well, you're wrong. You're crazy for thinking Notre Dame is it. Um, but I, I really feel like, for me, it's it's clear-cut, and I think Notre Dame definitely deserved to be in that number four spot. Like I said, if a was chosen, I would have been like, okay. I would have disagreed, but I would have been like, okay. So let's just dry, jump right into the playoff semifinal matchups. Um, first we got... Ohio State, um, the Buckeyes taking on the um, Clemson Tigers. That's going to be, you know, a big revenge game for uh, the Buckeyes because obviously they lost to them in the semifinal last year. Um, And so they're going to have that rematch game. And then the um, uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide um, against the Notre Dame uh, Fighting Irish, um, which is going to be a good game. You know, two very storied programs, Alabama and Notre Dame. Um, that's gonna, I, certainly the ratings are gonna be good for that game. It's also the Rose Bowl. However, it's not gonna be in Pasadena, which is really interesting. Um, they're moving it to Arlington because they wouldn't allow fans, and then they really want to have fans. So I don't know if they're still gonna call it the Rose Bowl. I don't know what the deal is, is gonna be with that, but that is really interesting. 2020, crazy year, you know, can't have the, uh, Rose Bowl in Pasadena. Um, so... You know, a lot of people are writing off Notre Dame for that game. I don't see that. Alabama is not nearly as good as a team as I once thought they were. Their defense has been exposed a lot this year, even by Ole Miss, who, by the way, just lost to LSU um, and finished with a losing record this year. Literally, Ole Miss scored on them almost, I, I think, almost every single possession they had. The only reason they lost is because Ole Miss's defense is terrible and also let Alabama score on them every single time they had the ball. Um, but Ole Miss dropped, like, almost 60 points on Alabama. Florida dropped, you know, like, 45 on Alabama. Florida, I mean, Alabama's defense has gone really exposed in the past few games, and I really think Notre Dame can exploit that. Here's my keys to the game for Notre Dame. They have to... Get out to a lead. I, honestly, I am 99% of the time a fan of deferring at the beginning, kicking off to start and getting the ball for the second half. But honestly, if I'm Notre Dame, I'm going to receive that kick and I'm going to score a touchdown on the first drive. Because I think if Notre Dame can go up like 
10 nothing or like I don't know 17 to 3 or or something like that. I think that they'll be in a great spot because of their running game and Ian Buck just being able to manage the game and stay alive and be good on third down. They're going to eat up that clock. And this is exactly what I said before they played Clemson, uh the first matchup, and that's exactly what they did. They got up to a 10 nothing lead, started eating a ton of clock and ended up winning that game. Um and they they really just got to control the game. Um, and I, I think Notre Dame, I mean, I know the spread's going to be huge. I'm begging Notre Dame, especially in the spread. I don't know about outright. Alabama, definitely, uh, I'm favoring uh, for the game. But I do not think this is going to be a blowout. And I think Notre Dame can definitely score enough to keep themselves in the game. Because Notre Dame's a better team than Florida. And Florida was right there with it against Alabama. The only reason Florida lost is just because their defense could not hold Florida, I mean, could not hold Alabama's offense to save their life. Um, but... Really, you know, I could definitely see Notre Dame winning this game, um, and it's going to be a great game, and I do not, I think if A&M played it, I think it would be a blow. I mean, and if you disagree with me, then they lost by 28 a few <laughs> a few, a few weeks ago to, to Alabama, the exact same team, um, but it's going to be really interesting, um, and I think Notre Dame's going to come to play. I think that they have a chip on the shoulder, I think they're going to come to play, um, and so, and you know, I think... I think Ryan Kelly's got a great squad, and I think that they're going to really, you know, keep that game competitive. And then you got Ohio State, Clemson, which I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think Ohio State is the new Oklahoma. I think they're getting carried by a weak conference, and, you know, I think that they're, you know, every year they get carried by a weak conference, win a kind of, like, lousy Big Ten title, like, conference championship, and then sneak in to, like, that, you know, one of the final spots, and then get exposed in the playoffs because they're not nearly as good as the team as everyone else. And I think that's Ohio State. They have not played very well this year. They really haven't. Justin Fields is going to be the bust of the NFL draft. He, in college, you know, normally, you know, you see, when you talk about busts, you see someone like, look at Johnny Manziel, who, like, makes these, like, plays that you know are going to be interceptions in the NFL, but since he's in college, they work and become touchdowns. No, Justin Fields is throwing a lot of picks. He's throwing a ton of interceptions. He has some of the most interceptions in the FBS, um, Power 5. And so, you know, and he throws these interceptions that are terrible. Like, like the amount of times I've seen him just being dragged to the ground and just throw a ball up for grabs that got picked off happens constantly. The offense was not good. They got carried by Trey Sermon against uh, against Northwestern. Um, but really, the offense was not great and carried by their defense, too. Fields has not played well. And have you noticed that every time Fields won't be playing well, and then Ryan Day will have to just switch it from putting the ball in the hands of Fields to start running it out. And then they win games. This was happening against Indiana when they were losing. Then they stopped giving the ball to Fields because he threw three interceptions and we're like, all right, well, now we're going to have to start running the ball. And then they ended up winning based on their running game and their defense. Same with the Northwestern game. And you got to have a good quarterback to win the national championship. I think Clemson's going to win that game for sure. I'm picking Clemson. Um, and Ryan Day is, you know, talking the talk, but he's not walking the walk. He's saying, oh, we'll play any team. And, oh, well, you know, well, I, I, I do not think. And I actually think that Ohio State matches up better with Alabama than Clemson. I think, honestly, if I'm if I'm Ohio State, I'd rather be the four spot um, because I think Clemson's going to expose them. And I think they're just going to be the new Oklahoma, you know, getting blown out by Alabama, getting blown out by LSU. I really think they're the new Oklahoma. So I'm picking Clemson for that game. 
Um, so, it's going to be really interesting. Um, my main key to the game for Clemson is just, basically, it's simple. Keep Justin Field, uh, keep the running game under ra- under wraps. Force Ohio State to throw the ball. Because Fields, against that Clemson defense, is not going to do well. I think it's similar if, if Clemson gets to a lead early, but it's different. For Notre Dame, they need to get out to a lead early so that they can just start running it out and really controlling the game. For Clemson, they want to get out, uh, out to a lead early so they can force Ohio State to have to drop back and pass. And then oh, and then they'll get pressure, uh, force Justin Fields to make a uh, poor decision. You know, whenever he gets pressure, that's when Fields really crumbles and throws a ton of interceptions, um, which he did against Northwestern and he did against Indiana. Um, but it's gonna be really interesting, and I'm excited. A ton of bowl games coming up. Uh, so yeah, um, I'll be talking about it more. Uh, but I hope you enjoy the Sunday night overreaction on this version of it. Um, because you know, um, the playoff selection show is today. It's gonna be really exciting. There's gonna be a great few weeks of college football. Um, but we're gonna find out. Um, I hope you're able to accept at least my accept my opinion is valid on the Notre Dame thing. I know a lot of people feel really strongly about AM. But I, I do feel like Notre Dame is at least, like, valid opinion to have them. And apparently they are, because they got chosen by the CFP. So, <laughs> um, but anyway, thank you so much for listening, and um, I will uh, see you all in the next one. See ya.